Welcome to the Little Things Podcast, where each and every episode will give you an appreciation for the little things in life and help you discover the unmatched potential that lies in all of us. On today's episode of the Little Things Podcast, I invite Ben Veach to talk about his personal experience as a student athlete. Ben is currently a junior at Indiana University, and as one of Indiana's greatest distance runners, he has spent a fair amount of time at the top. His list of never-ending achievements could put you to sleep in minutes. Despite his success as a runner, his academic success shows that regardless of short-term achievements, planning for the future is a crucial part of any athlete's life. Welcome to the Little Things Podcast, Benjamin. What's up, Zach? How you doing? I'm fantastic. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. So, as a student athlete, uh, you have a fairly uh, busy schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all athletes do. Absolutely. And with a lot going on all the time, uh, an important part of being a, st- a student athlete is, is learning how and knowing how to plan out your schedule. So, how have you even from the youngest of times being a you know a student athlete how have you learned to develop your schedule to work for you in the best way possible yeah absolutely time management is one of the biggest things an athlete can have um i mean it it, it i don't know how young it starts but like even like being like in middle school like I used to do two sports after practice after after school like I would go to cross country practice from like three to five and then go to soccer practice from like six to seven thirty or whatever um and then go home and do homework like it, it gives you a different perspective on life just doing sports and being part of you know teams and stuff like you don't always have all the free time you want but most of the time you spend with your team and with your friends like that's enjoyable it's not like you're we'd rather do that than like go home and play video games or stuff not to say we don't but um, no, time management is crucial. Uh, it's even more so in college when how you spend your free time is the most important thing. Um, like the difference between normal students, I call them normal students because student athletes really aren't normal. Um, the difference between us is just how we spend our free time. Um, like, what's your class schedule like? Like, oh, especially, I mean, this semester is, it's pretty free. I got a decent amount of time. Yeah. Like when do you go to class? Uh, classes, I mean, typically midday. Yeah, yeah. like 12, like my, my roommate goes to class from like 12 to 4. He doesn't get up to like 11.30. Sure. Um, but no, like I'm up at, I'm up at 7 o'clock. Uh, I go to, pra- go to, I go and run in the morning and then I go to class from like 9 to noon, then practice at 2.33 and then get done with practice at 5, go eat, then go home and most cases people study um i play video games sometimes but mm-hmm. uh no time management is definitely key like there's just not many hours in the day for you to get all your practices in and all your schoolwork done so um no time management is completely different for student athletes versus uh normal college students absolutely and i i mean i could totally imagine that with with that busy schedule what is it exactly that you do in your free time when you have a chance to get some <sighs> Personally, I just relax. I love I love Netflix and uh, my PlayStation. I play a lot of video games uh, when I have free time. Um, but even then, I'm like not playing alone. Like I I'll get on and play some Fortnite with uh, my teammates and just chill and relax. Cause uh, 
I mean, running, you're just always tired. Like there's not a, there's not a, there's not a day gone by where you're not, you don't have a sore body part or you're just exhausted. And so, um, yeah, we just typically relax. We don't really go out and do stuff just mm-hmm. because we, we run and, and we're constantly moving during practice, but like, no, we'll just sit around on the couch and just hang out maybe watch football games on, on Sunday. Like today is a Sunday. So after this podcast this is what I'll be doing. Like we run in the morning, we don't do our long run in the morning and then I eat breakfast and take a nap and then watch football from like noon to, <laughs> noon, yeah. noon to eight. Yeah. Um, so no, we really just chill hardcore. Like we don't, we don't do anything in our right. free time. Right. And, and you got to have that chill time. I oh, mean. absolutely. Like I would lose my mind. I didn't get to like sit on the couch for two hours a day, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's me. That's yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned being, you know, student athletes yeah. and not athlete students. Yeah. So when it comes down to it, right? Like, let's say you had a limited amount of time and you hadn't got your run in and you got a test the next day. What are you doing? <laughs> well, me personally, I'm pretty, I'm, I, I don't study much in general just because I, I, my parents gave me this raw horsepower. I've got good genetics, I guess, but, um, no, I, you probably, most people probably study, um, between get, like we do two runs most days. We double about five days a week. Um, and so I would say maybe missing a long, maybe missing a shakeout run isn't as important as studying for that test the next day. Um, our coaches definitely do emphasize, uh, academics, um, for sure. Um, and that shows, I mean, the cross country teams and track teams have pretty good GPAs. The women's cross country team just won the Herbert cup. Uh, and they had like a three, six, three, five, five, maybe GPA. Uh, what cumulative. what exactly is the what, Herbert cup? Yeah. So the Herbert cup is, it's an award. It just goes to the highest IU team with the highest GPA. Um, and so this year the women's cross country team won it. They won it two years ago as well. Um, and so they've been killing it lately. Um, but it's just sort of like a bragging ride amongst the teams. Um, women's soccer held it for a lot of years and then men's tennis almost won it this year It'd be like the first time a men's team ever won it but typically it's the women's team that win it <laughs> so academics haven't been like a extremely demanding area for you you would say yeah i would say i'm i'm lucky um I, it comes pretty easy for me. Like I, I understand topics. I enjoy what subjects I'm studying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm currently exercise science major and going pre-med. I'd love to be like a sports medicine physician in the future. Um, but I, I love the areas that I'm studying. Like I love biology. I love chemistry. I love the anatomy aspects of it. I love knowing like what's happening inside your body. And so that's really interesting for me. So it doesn't require a lot for me to like learn that material. Like if you put me in like a business, if you put me in Kelly, Oh, I would hate it, and I'd probably have to study a lot harder. Right. Um, but no, like no, m- most student athletes we'd have to work their tails off. Like, um, most people study like three hours a day after practice. Like, it's not uncommon for that. Um, and I do, I do, I do do my work. Like, I, I do do about an hour and a half of work after practice. But like, um, yeah, it's just different. It's just totally different being an athlete. Just you have to do it. Right. How are the, um, like the, the resources that the school provides? Oh, they're amazing. Yeah. I mean, IU, I mean, it's one of the many reasons that a lot of people come to IU. We have an amazing resource. We just built that. That's the new South end of the stadium that they just closed Mm -hmm. off. Um, it has a new, uh, excellence Academy, um, that they just built. Well, it's been there, but they just got them a new home. Um, it's basically just 
the career developments of athletes after sports. And so they do everything from resume workshops and networking to help you finding internships, to help you finding jobs after, after your, your athletic life is over. Um, and so that's super helpful. I mean, if, if you utilize, there's nothing like they, that IU doesn't have, like IU has everything that any other university would have. Um, it's incredible. The, the, the amount of support we have, each team has their own academic advisor. Um, and they're great at what they do. Each team has, um, I mean, the, the Excellence Academy is just an incredible resource. And so like, there's no shortage of resources on our team. Um, they're here to help us succeed in every way possible. So that's a pretty cool aspect being here at Indiana. Yeah, it sounds like you guys are pretty well taken care of. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And the new dining hall they built us is pretty cool, too. Um, we have, uh, it's called the Tobias Nutrition Center, but it overlooks the football field. Pretty gorgeous view. And we most athletes eat there every night of the week um and the food's healthy and so it helps were all of these things like the uh you know the the resources that the school provides for academics and and even the the food benefits if you will were those some of the reasons that you decided to come to iu um there were definitely factors uh when i was deciding between indiana and the other schools i visited I, i made a checklist of stuff i'm sure every athlete does um, and so those are things we comparatively contrasted. That wasn't the sole reason. That wasn't the main reason either. Um, I mean, the main reason I chose Indiana was because of the team here and what the coaches were trying to build, um, which is really cool to me personally. I can get into that later if we want. But, uh, yeah, no, Indiana University is incredible. The amount of resources they have. Um, I mean, you'd be surprised at other schools. They don't have the Excellence Academy that helps – just like it's a team of like 10 to 12 people that are solely there for the athletes to help them get jobs and succeed after life Mm -hmm. after athletic life so um and it's not only like the the job aspect of it too it's a lot of the mental aspects because it's a lot there's a lot of clubs and groups here about your your identity as an athlete um because most of us have played sports our entire life as collegiate athletes like i mean i know even you you've played sports all your life and Mm -hmm. you're not quote unquote a college a collegiate athlete not a division one athlete you you bike a lot and and you do a little 500 and you train a lot and that's great but like we've been athletes our whole life and then when you strip that away sort of after college like because only one percent of collegiate athletes turn pro Mm -hmm. the 99 percent of others you kind of lose that part of yourself because you're no longer competing and training every day you're just a normal human being now like you had your you're a narp we call them like a normal athletic running person just a normal person <laughs> now um but uh it's just it's just yeah so they have a lot of clubs that are dedicated to your identity as a person not just as an athlete so that's pretty cool too right and and thinking about the future is got to be a huge part of every student athlete's life like you said i mean it's it's a part of who you are for so many years and then once Absolutely. that's taken away from you what do you do so you have a little over a year left running yeah uh, probably be two years i'm taking a fifth year i think okay sure so. and it's not to say you won't stop after right but when you're done you know regardless of where it is that you go whatever job you have maybe you choose to travel whatever it is you choose to do how how will that elimination of you know the competitive atmosphere and just the the team mentality how when, when that's taken away from you how do you think that you're going to feel what's what's in your mind what has gone through your mind as you thought about yeah, that i mean i honestly have no idea that's that's it's a kind of a, it's kind of a scared aspect of it like 
what I do when I'm done running. Like I, I, I obviously my career I've chosen or the path I've chosen. I want to be a sports medicine physician. I want to be around athletes my whole life. I know I've, it's been a part of my life, but um, when I graduate college, if I get to run professionally, that would be great. But I mean, that's very hard to do. Um, and I realize that. And so you got, you got to take measures and plan for the rest of your life. Like when I'm done running, I'll at max be like 28, 29, 30 years old. So I'll have what, like 70 years left of life left. Like, what am I supposed to do? And so, um, you got to put it in perspective a little bit. Like you're definitely supposed to enjoy the time you have. Like I'm going to cherish these, these, these years for life, but, um, no, it's a little scary not knowing what comes after. And that's, I mean, that's part of why, I mean, Indiana has so many great resources for that. But um, you kind of, you're going to miss all the little things that happen. Um, all the little moments you have at practice, just working your ass off, getting done with a really hard practice and just giving your teammate a high five and just, be, and just knowing like you guys accomplished something together. Um, that's something that normal people don't like appreciate, but like just going through everyday training and with these guys makes you more than brothers. Like it makes you family and it's really, really special to see. Um, but yeah, I'll definitely miss it when it's gone. Like it's, it's going to be a huge, huge hole in my heart for a while, but I'll fill it with something else. Like I'll always, I'll always be active as a, as a human, like I'll probably pick up biking, probably go hike a lot and I'll find other things to do, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. I I have no idea what uh, you don't, you don't know what the future holds. Right. Of course. Right. Yeah, we'll come to that. We'll come to that river when it comes. The future is a mystery. Always will be. Yeah, it's a scary thing. So you you mentioned the the team aspect, right? Mm-hmm. You finish a workout, high five your teammates, and it yeah. feels damn good. Oh, right? it does. Absolutely. You're making progress. You're you're uh, laying some bricks. <coughs> what what is it for you about that that team aspect that makes you love it so much i mean it's everything i mean you know i was i was your teammate once back in back at carmel high school three years um but no the team aspect is what makes it all worth it i mean you talk to any athlete um even like i mean runners i mean it's probably seen running as as a pretty individualized sport like when you're out there on the course like like most outsiders would just say oh they're just like it's every individual's performance makes up a team goal like it's like i can't make my teammate run faster like physically like in basketball you can you pass and you play together and that's great but like in in running like most people would probably see as an individual sport especially track um but it couldn't be more wrong like the team means everything like they're the only ones that know what you go through every day um to run the countless miles that we run to do the workouts that we do like we would go insane like i don't know how people would train alone like i could never do that like there's there's many times a week like you you're you're in the middle of a run and you're like wow this just sucks like today it was it was 30 and it rained a little bit and it was cold but like it was just 12 of us out there and we were just grinding away like it was just we were running through this like two inches of snow on rail trail and it's just what we do like when you don't have those people around you to, to push you every day, it gets real lonely. But no, those guys are what makes it all worth it. It's the reason I chose Indiana. Um, I love my teammates and we'll be like, we'll be friends for life. They'll be at the best men at my wedding. Like mm-hmm. it's cool to think about that stuff. Um, but yeah, you, sh- you, you create bonds for life in college. So totally. um, I couldn't imagine like not being part of a team. And having those teammates, you know, in those moments, like you were talking about when it just sucks. Oh yeah. Having them there just makes it suck that much less. 
Oh, absolutely. Like it, it, and that's what it's all about. I, I mean, the like, it's just hard to put into words like what we go through, like out in the middle of a tempo run, and it's just like I do a lot of training with Kyle Mao. Um, he's really good at running, um, but he's the toughest kid I know. Like he just puts his head down and grinds. Like there was one workout in summer um, we were doing an eight mile tempo, mm-hmm. um, so basically just going pretty much as hard as we can uh for eight miles and we're five miles in and we were rolling along but you know i was feeling pretty good i was like okay like today's my day i'm gonna make kyle hurt like, yeah i'm gonna put him to the i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna drop him because i hadn't done it all summer like i was I, f- I was feeling good i was like okay this is the day like i'm gonna take him to the pain i'm, I'm gonna take him to the pain train like i'm gonna make him hurt for like these next three miles and i took off and we go from like we go a half mile and he comes up along my shoulder and makes it go faster and I'm like, dude, like, I just, I just dropped us down like 10 seconds in pace. Like, it took us from like a five flat mile, like a 450. Mm-hmm. He just comes right by me, and we start, we like clock off two 445s to finish the run. And so, wow. like, it's just days like that. Like, like you guys push, we push each other so much in practice. Like, I thought I was, like, the, I dropped us down 10 seconds. I thought, like, okay, this is gonna be great. We're gonna finish at like 450 in. Yeah. He just comes right by me and, and makes it that much faster. And so, like it's incredible like the the bonds you form in, in running and the work you do as teams like there's just no other no other like i know other teams have those moments like other aerobic sports probably do like swimming and biking but like running is just tough man mm-hmm. uh i'm a little biased but i think we're one of the <laughs> toughest out there um i've gotten countless arguments with football players in high school about it right. but uh no i like it's you just form bonds out there like we push each other to unimaginable pains like but it's all worth it in the end right i mean you guys have that common goal and that's that's what you need you need each other to uh yeah to, to break through those there's walls there's nothing more gratifying than like finishing a run and like you sort of like forget about the pain like you put you like in a race like in a mile race a mile hurts like hell to run um but when you finish you get the you get all these endorphins and you get this happy mm-hmm. feeling and you forget about the pain you're like oh my god that was awesome and you turn around your your teammate did the same thing and it's it's just an unreal experience um especially at like big 10 meets um my freshman year i wasn't running uh, i was redshirted but i went and watched the indoor big 10 meet there was a span of probably 20 minutes um where we we won the meet in like four events um Trayton Harris and Paul Gallus went two three in the high jump which was crazy they scored 14 points then two minutes later the mile went off and we went I think one three we scored a crap ton of points in there and then Willie Morrison threw in the shot put and won the shot put and we had just amassed like 50 points yeah. in like 15 minutes and everybody was just feeding off each other <clears throat> like Joe and Kyle were watch Trayton clear a bar and secure third place and then they went and got on the line and raced and they scored a shit ton of points for us and so like it was just cool like when you see your teammates accomplish something that they've been working so hard for over the season and then you're just like okay my turn like my turn to go out and do it um it's just an it's just an unreal experience like it it was such a fun like our coach our coach just stood up in the sat up in the stands and just watched it all happen like he didn't have to do anything that day he knew like what we were feeling what we were going to accomplish and after the first few events he just said like i turned around i was on the i was on the back stretch i turned around look up in the stands 
he's just sitting there with a smile on his face like he knows he knows <laughs> how special amazing. this is and so like it was just a really cool moment like totally. you, i could never like we never gonna replicate that again right um but we'll just create more moments just like it mm-hmm. so it's easy enough for you guys to fuel each other i mean through that oh, story yeah. that you just described what is it and i know you mentioned your coach just sitting in the stands yeah. right but I mean, he's got to play a part in it. What What is it that your your coaching staff does to add to you know to fuel the fu- yeah. to fuel the fire, if you will, and, and add to that you know just team family chemistry that you guys are trying to create? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's very different than high school. I would say um, at the collegiate level, your coaches aren't like rah rah cheerleaders anymore. Like they expect you to come in and want to want to be the best athlete you can be. That's why they recruited you. Like they had, they saw in you an internal drive. that's like, they're going to come here. They're going to work their asses off and they're, they have the internal motivation to be the best athletes they can be. Um, and so it's different like that. They're not really there to motivate us. That's not their job. Their job is to give us the work and show us the path to be the best athletes we can be. It's our job as team, as, as our team and as, as athletes to go out there and do the work and be motivated in our own goals. Um, so they don't really, I mean, it's not, it's not coach Helmer's coach Helmer. To give you a little background. It has been coaching for like 50 years, um, maybe 45, but he, he did like 15 years in high school. And then he's been coaching collegiately for about 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, he has one of the most experienced coaches in the country. And that's why, I mean, he was a big reason why I came here. Um, he knows so much. He's seen everything. Um, when you have that much experience and he's just an awesome brain to pick about running. Like he's, he, yeah, he's seen everything. And so his job is to assess how we feel every day, um, to know what hurts, how good we felt in the workout. If we worked hard, if we were controlled, if we went all out, yada, yada, yada. And he, he writes the workouts. He sets the plan for us and we are, our job is to execute it. And at the end, most times it works out because he's really smart at what he does um it's interesting to see other coaches like purdue just hired a new head coach um he's a brilliant young guy uh he actually recruited me to stanford but um he is a lot younger he's probably in his early 30s if not late 20s he's a pretty young guy um and like it was funny watching the big 10 championships in cross country he was running all over the course cheering on his guys and coach Helmer's just like standing alone by like a K mark and just like, he, like he doesn't <laughs> cheer us on, but when he come, when we run by, like we all know to look for him. Mm-hmm. We all know to recognize him. He, we look at him and he says like, you're good push up. Like he just gives us instructions. It's not like, go, go, go. Like you got this. Like, it's not like that. Like he just gives us instructions and, and more clarification, just like stick to the game plan we, we have and, and you'll do what you need to do. Um, so it's kind of interesting to see the difference in, in like coaching experience and I mean coach Helmer is a genius and I'll uh, I, I love I, I'm never going to be coached by another coach again probably like he's he's the guy for me so right um it's been really cool to train under him for three years and I've got I'm just over halfway done I've got I'm just over two and a half years mm-hmm. in I got two and a half years left so got to make the most out of it absolutely and I mean that's something special to have you know such a cool bond with yeah. uh with, I mean, with a coach like that he's just yeah he's just a gene i mean he's just so smart about everything um i mean he's, he's done everything in life he's he's battled cancer um and won and that was pretty recently that was 
I want to say four years ago he finished fighting off cancer. Um, but yeah, I mean he's he's a really smart dude. Well, mm-hmm. I love I love him as my coach. So it's it's his job to to give you guys the work as you've said, mm-hmm. and it's your guys' job to physically do the work yeah. and make those uh, improvements for not only yourself but for the team as a whole. The path that your coaches are trying to lead you on is what where are they where are they trying to take you as a team um win championships i mean that's that's what the goal of of any sport is um win big 10 championships win national championships um when i came here when i was on my recruiting visit uh i wanted to be a part of something i wanted to build something um when i came in we weren't the greatest team i think we finished bottom i think we finished 11th or 12th in the Big Ten tracked um, outdoor championships and so that was an abysmal team but like in three years we've gone from 11th and 12th in the Big Ten to we won as my freshman year and then second the last two years Um, and so we've made great improvements and, and that's what I came here to do he came we came here to win Big Ten championships, and that's what we plan to do. We've got a great team this year. We're a little banged up right now, but uh, what's up? Uh, <laughs> but uh, he uh, – <laughs> we can edit this out later. Right? <laughs> but he uh, – um, shit, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. You came and – Yeah, know, I came here to win to championships. Build. Yeah, like um, he – when I came here, coach said – like if you come here we can we're going to help win a national championship like you're going to be part of a team that can that can win a national championship and that's what i've been trying to build these last two or three years we've got some great we just got a great recruiting class last year um we've spent six months with them so far and they're they're improving greatly and Mm -hmm. um you start to see the foundations of 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 working towards that and so that's really exciting to see and we're we're looking forward to it we've got a great class my class and two classes under me that We've got a chance to do something really special. So sounds like it. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it, regardless of your guys' physical abilities, which you know are, are of course amazing, the mentality with you know the, the the team chemistry and just having that family mindset. I mean, having that yeah. alone is, is something that a lot of teams, a lot of people just don't have. So it already sets you guys off on a great foot. A uh, question about Coach Helmer. Is that it? Yeah. Is that what? It is? Uh, so he's been coaching for over fifty years. Something like that, like forty-five. Has years. he had? any success in the past because i mean you guys oh yeah like you 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 talked about how iu prior to your involvement before you even got here wasn't you know as necessarily good as you guys wanted to be but is it just that he didn't have the weapons or yeah well he i mean before he came like indiana has a great history in track and field but that history was in the 40s, like 1940. Mm. We won three national championships, two in track, outdoors, and one in cross country. But that was in like the 40s. Um, that was way, way long ago. Um, when Coach Helmer came in, I think he's been here for 11 or 12 years. Um, he's really built this program up. I mean, over the course of his collegiate coaching career, I think he's coached like over 300 All-Americans and he's coached multiple national champions. I don't know all his accolades, but um, I mean, Andy Bear, who still trains with us, was the national champion in the 1500 and he's the fourth fastest American right now in the steeplechase. Um, like, he's a great, he's a great talent and co- there's numerous, like, there's countless cages of 
coach just taking like 420 and like 154 high school guys and turning them into all Americans and um, national champions. And so he has a great mind about what, what athletes need and how to develop them properly. Um, and it doesn't, it's not an immediate process. It's, it takes, it takes a couple of years to, to adjust his program and mm-hmm. adjust to college life in general. Um, but you will see the benefits in the end. Right. Yeah. And that, you know, that, that, uh, adjusting to, you know, the weapons he has, right. Like just having that mindset of, of wanting and aiming for, uh, you know, a continue, a continuating, um, build in the program, right? Like yeah. always shooting for more and, and utilizing your, your weapons, if you will, yeah. you guys, uh, the best way possible. I mean, that's just the mindset that you have to have when you're in that position as a coach. Yeah. I mean, you also got to figure out what your team is about. He said, he's, he said this pretty recently, but, um, in the past, he said that some of his past teams didn't want to work out. Like they just didn't want to do the work. And so he had to, he had to adjust to them and, and write, write workouts that, that fit their mindset. Um, sort of like to I, I don't really want, I don't really know how to say it, but I'll sort of like trick them into doing the work. Um, but he said that this, this, like the class above me that, that ushered us all in, they really set the mindset that, you know, we're going to go to work every day. Um, and, and we've needed reminders every now and then. Absolutely. Like we, we got, we got chewed out after cross country because we sort of fell lackadaisical and he came and said, listen, you guys, we got to go to work every day. You got to run hard every day. You got to just get back into the mindset that, we haven't accomplished anything yet. Like we got to readjust our mind. Like, yeah, we, we've been improving. We won the big 10 championship indoors and track and we've done a couple great things, but we got to start adjusting our mindset to start thinking about not only winning the big 10, but competing at nationals, placing top 10, placing top five, winning the national championship. Like that's the mindset that's got to change. Um, it can't just be that, you know, getting second or third in the big 10 is, is, that great like yeah it's a good accomplishment it's a good feather in the cap but at the end of the day we want to win national championships that's the Mm -hmm. ultimate goal um so that that mindset has to change and 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 the work that we've done recently it's it's encouraging so um yeah it's just a mindset that's had to change and with this class that we just ushered in this new freshman class um that has a ton of talent i think that's the mindset we want to set for them like hey like we're going to win a national championship that's the goal um, and so everyone's unified in that front and we're moving forward. Like we're, we want to do it. Right. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's incredible. It sounds like you guys have exactly what it takes and, uh, you know, not allowing those wins, those, uh, you know, even tournament championship wins, not allowing those things to be distractions is really key. I think in the process, um, mm-hmm. you know, once you've achieved something, it's great, yeah. but that doesn't mean that, you know, it's 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 the curse of an athlete like sure you always want to accomplish more like oh like that like i want to break four in the mile mm-hmm. okay kyle mao just ran 359 the mile okay well i think i could have ran a little faster i want to run like 357 now like it's it's always like there's always something more to achieve in the sport as an athlete right. like like even even like the person like lebron james like the greatest basketball player in the world right now he isn't satisfied like mm-hmm. he always wants to do more he always wants to win more championships and that's the that's the drive of athletes of great athletes like you're never truly satisfied with what you do you, you take a moment you appreciate what you've done but you always want to move forward and accomplish more and and the beautiful thing about that is that anybody can do it right it's yeah. not just anybody athletes. can like, have that mindset and it doesn't even have to be with sports it can be with yeah simply 
climbing the corporate ladder or sure. improving in your social life, your home life, like stuff. You, yeah, you can always be better. You can always improve yourself. That's when people get stagnant. That's when you get lazy and you just don't enjoy life as much. Mm-hmm. When you're always striving for more, that's that's always what you want to be as a human being, not just an athlete. Like you always want to strive for more. Totally. And <laughs> I've, I've heard this uh, not necessarily silly, but uh, interesting quote about how in the morning the first thing that you should do when you wake up make your bed because one task completed leads to another task completed i've heard that before too i don't make my bed every morning but <laughs> neither do i <laughs> but before you know it you go to bed and you got a ton of tasks completed yeah, uh, yeah. no i've heard that too before but mm-hmm. i don't make my bed right <laughs> college life yeah so with all these um big things if you will that, that you're doing all these uh workouts right mm-hmm. that take up a lot of time yeah um what are all of the if there are any what what are the the, the little things that you do yeah right whether it's rolling out stretching out um you know playing mental games with yourself what what, mm-hmm. what are the little things that you do to you know to stay sane yeah. through all these workouts and just really keep a mindset of yeah. moving forward at it's all not, times yeah it's not it's not a, you know, it's not like you full full board every day mm-hmm. um one of the most important aspects of running is in, is recovery in fact because that's when you actually get stronger when you do a really hard workout you essentially just break down your muscles in your body and the recovery process is building them back up to get stronger um so i mean coach helmer has a big emphasis on recovery um our recovery days are typically solo days like because you don't recover like your teammates do um Kyle Mount can recover at 6.20, 6.30 pace for miles. I typically run like 6.40, 6.50. Like I don't run with him on recovery days simply because I don't want to go that fast. I, it's not meant for me. Maybe when I get older and get a little more experience, I can. But that's not what's the best option for me. Um, it's so many little things. Um, and I, I Kyle Mao, I just keep coming back to him because he's, he's what I'm trying to embody right now. He does all the little things right. Um, he stretches, he rolls out, he gets treatment he's he does all the right things he eats right um and i try to do every everything like i'm trying to stay longer in practice just to recover more roll out more stretch more um one of the quotes i forget who said it but one of the quotes i've heard is when you think about all the little things and you realize that there are no little things anymore like in math in, in sports when you mm-hmm. think about all the when you think about doing all the little things right you realize there are no little things like nothing is nothing everything you do is important to moving forward and striving for greatness like rolling out and recovering and stretching is not a little thing it's important for your body to recover and get ready for the next run Mm -hmm. um it's important to make yourself feel better going to the next workout so you can run faster the next workout um eating right getting to bed on time getting the right amount of sleep it's it's all important um so it might seem like little things to other people, but to athletes, there there are no little things. Right. I mean, that that's amazing. Yeah. Like the fact that it's it, it is those little things, right? That allow. Yeah. You know, it's all the of difference. Us, all of us. Yeah, sure. That I mean, that's a great way to put it. It is the difference between the levels of success that you can possibly achieve. But I mean, once once you started doing all of those things, yeah. all those little things, they they become part of that success. There are so many good runners around the country like it's it's incredible the amount of talent the united states has but there's always someone else doing the work you're doing doing the little things you're doing it's 
I mean, to get ahead, it's you have to do everything right because everyone else is doing everything right. Mm-hmm. Um, no one wins on talent alone. Like talent has a big part of it, but um, hard work is is equally as important, if not more. How much of your success can be attributed to your just God-given talent versus hard work, genetics? I mean, a lot, really. Like, I'm not going to lie and say talent doesn't play a part of it. It does. Um, I'm built like I'm 6'1", 140 pounds. Like, I'm built like a runner. Yeah. I I, I was given those genes by my parents. That's not, yeah. I would say in high school, a lot of it is talent-based because um, everybody doesn't do all the work they Just want. Just because the inexperience? Yeah, the inexperience. The coaching isn't, isn't as great. Um, the motivation isn't always there. I would say a large part of it is talent. Um, like, or I'm talking about the, the top of the top, like the people at nationals. Like, you have to have talent. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not, you're not getting away from that. But when you go to college, everybody's talented. At the Division right. One level, everybody's got that talent. Everyone was a sub-nine, two-miler in high school. Everybody ran really fast in the mile um there's guys like that all over the place and so i mean at some point hard i mean hard work does run out um and the second you the second you stop doing all that hard work you're getting passed oh absolutely by 100 people like there's so many i mean for example in the mile people think like breaking fours is a great thing and it is it's a great accomplishment like Mm -hmm. only like think like 420 americans have ever done it but to get to nationals last year in the ncaa national meet you had to run 359.2 359.4 didn't get in four flat didn't get in like and there were probably i want to say like 30 people from 359.2 to four flat point zero that didn't get in the meet it's unbelievable Um, i mean it's just it's just such a fine-tuned thing like I mean, everybody wants to, like, especially indoor nationals where it's the top 16 times in the nation go to nationals. It's it's a bloodbath to try and get those top 16 times. Someone can beat you by 0.1 seconds, right. you know. And as an athlete, you think, okay, what could I have done to get that 0.1? Should I have leaned at the line? Like, yeah. Should I have eaten something? Should I, could I have hydrated better? Could I have gotten more sleep? Like, it just becomes such a, a detailed game. And at some point, like, it becomes a little crazy. You got to step back and be like, okay, like, just trust my process i'm doing everything right like eventually my day will come um so there's a lot there's a lot that goes into it but right yeah i mean i've i've always thought that improving from let's say like 501 in the mile to five in the mile is yeah. just one of the hardest things to do but yeah. going from and like the you're fa- saying and the faster four, i mean yeah like eventually it gets to the point where like you get like a 0.2 second pr you're like holy crap that was awesome yeah like, especially in the 400 meters like to go from like forty seven point four to like forty seven one, that's a big improvement right. for the four hundred meters. Like it's just all perspective. Like totally. In high school you could set ten, fifteen, twenty second PRs in the mile just because like like it was that it, you had that much of an improvement curve, but eventually it all tapers mm-hmm. out. Like yeah. you, you can't yeah. you can't like what you want like you and you have to work twice as hard to get half the return. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> and so it, it's it's always it's always a a game of balance like yeah we do all this crazy work but at the same time we still like to relax and have fun like it's not just all go 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 like right. we're, we're normal people in the end we want to chill out and watch sunday night sunday football and definitely um we have fantasy football lineups that we all get crazy about like we have our time to relax but um 
it's all in perspective we all have in the back of our mind like okay like what like is eating is going out tonight the best thing for my race four months down the road or like the training i'm doing this week it's all it's all in the back of athletes mind like ah should i really be doing this or could i be doing something to improve myself how do you deal with those thoughts it's a balance like i mean you you just got to make the best decision for yourself um i mean and it's all about time management like mm-hmm. if it's 10 o'clock and i'm playing a game of Fortnite, my last game like i gotta get out i gotta be in bed by 10 30 like i can't like oh one more game oh one more game oh one more game oh shit it's 11 45 yeah like you gotta have that you, uh, you gotta that, have that dis- discipline you absolutely totally. have to have discipline um you have to have discipline in your life and it's all the little things like it's all just the little things about going to bed on time hydrating making sure you get all the water you need making sure you eat right so what's your uh sleep schedule looking like uh i'm in bed by 10 30 most nights try to fall asleep by 11 totally and then get up at seven the next day try and get at least eight hours every day is Um, that a massive part of your schedule i mean sleep is sleep is the most almost one of the most important parts in college Mm -hmm. um i mean as an athlete you can't get six hours like you can have those nights like those nights happen like you got three project finals weeks comes you got two projects you got three tests like it's crazy your schedule and you have to stay up till like 3 a.m just to get all the work Mm -hmm. done because you are a student at the same time but it's all those nights leading up to that night like you got eight hours eight and a half nine eight and a half eight for like a month or like a week and two weeks you can have one night like where it's like okay i only got like four hours that's fine your body can adjust because you had this routine um and if you fall back into that routine that's fine one night's not going to kill you it's when you start stringing together nights of like six hours one night five hours seven hours seven five four and then your body starts to break down right um so sleep is, is an incredible part to recovery and making sure that you're the best athlete you can be definitely and yeah. i mean that's what it's all about the little things which uh brings us to my favorite part of every podcast and that is the little things moment of the week all right I'm making you go first <laughs> i'm going first once again <laughs> all right i'll take it from here so my little things moment of the week let me let me remind everybody what the little things moment of the week is all about <clears throat> so basically it's all about sharing uh you know perhaps something a little moment that happened uh during your week you know maybe it's something that actually happened maybe it's something that you thought about maybe it's something that you want other people to do more other people to do less mm-hmm. uh etc cetera, etc cetera. it's the little things moment of the week uh-huh. so my little things moment of the week is this I think one of the smallest things that you can do as a person, regardless of what it is that you do, whether you're in college, whether you're 10, 90, you got a job, you got kids, you're married, single, doesn't matter who you are, where you live, or what you're doing in life, written goals are crucial in in, in development, in, in building uh, one's character, in um, you know, just just thinking about ways that you want to succeed and improve as a person, written goals are one of the best ways that you can get there. So I encourage everyone to at least once this next week, write down something that you want to improve on, something that you want to do better, and you will see improvement. Oh, absolutely. And don't say you can't think of anything because you can always improve in everything in your life. Totally. Always strive for more. Um my little moment is probably it's not as deep as that um 
but it's just something that I, that brought a smile to my face and, and my friends' faces. But um, we were riding on the bus down to the Kentucky indoor meet, um, and I was just sitting across the aisle from one of my good friends, Cooper Williams, and his girlfriend Mallory Molzer, and. I was I had my headphones on I was just sort of like staring off into space and I can't hear anything they're saying I'm, I'm listening to music but they're just smiling at each other they're just talking and they, they like seem really and I just I, I felt really like warm heart I got a warm fuzzy feeling in my, mm-hmm. in my, in my heart because um, they made each other happy and that makes me really happy to see them like that so I just shot Cooper a quick text I'm like really happy you guys are together you guys make me happy oh that's and, amazing and he just uh he sent a text me back it's like love you man and <laughs> uh, might have yeah but it, it was just a cool moment like i i was i couldn't hear anything they were saying i just they were smiling at each other and laughing and uh made my heart warm so <laughs> that's amazing that's, that's my little moment well there you go if you got somebody make them smile and if you don't find somebody oh absolutely <laughs> absolutely well that's fantastic benjamin I uh, thank you for doing this. Thank Seriously, you. thank you for taking the time thank out you of your busy me. schedule and uh, making this happen. I'm glad we could do it. You yeah. uh, you got anything else you want to add? No, just uh, enjoy the little things in life. Enjoy your little moments. They'll be they'll be gone before Absolutely. you know it. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> always coming and going. Mm-hmm. Well, cool, man. Thank you. And uh, if anybody out there is uh, you know wanting to follow you right on maybe any social medias or just wants to keep up to date with uh, everything you're doing in life where should they find you am i gonna get am i gonna get like 100 followers off this (laughs) uh yeah i mean i've got an instagram and a twitter um just search ben veach uh my instagram is bvhxc uh v-e-a-t-c-h-x-c cool um yeah but that's about it not on twitter very much (laughs) well there you guys go that's benjamin veach And the Little Things Podcast is now on Spotify, so feel free to listen wherever it is easiest for you. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with somebody you know or even somebody you don't know. And please leave a review through the Apple Podcast app. Above all else, don't forget to enjoy the little things. Until next time, TLT out.